Hi, and uh, welcome to the second of our podcasts um, about the SFR album project. Uh, we're going to take you through uh, the other um, batch of demos, the second half of the demos, yep. which are on um, the uh, SFRAlbumProject.com. Absolutely. So, um, thanks for joining us again. We really appreciate you taking the time out to listen to our podcast. And uh, we're going to start this time with, uh, I guess this was the first demo we recorded, actually, way back, uh, oh, blimey, it's probably March uh, time. Um, Lydia said. Yeah, Lydia said. Um, uh, this is one of these strange ones where the so- you, you get an idea for a song. Um I was actually reading um, a punk retrospective uh, photo album, if you like, with right. lots of little notes next to the photos. And I was quite intrigued, having been in, uh, you know, post-punk bands and uh, some sort of punk bands after the event, if you like. Yeah. And um, I think I, I read this book, and then about half an hour later, I was making a cup of coffee, and I just ran upstairs, got my guitar out, and pretty much wrote the song from start to finish in about ten minutes. And there's something in particular about that song. Um, when you recorded it as the, the, the demo, it was just a DI'd acoustic guitar track. We'd worked out the drums we wanted using Easy Drummer. Mm-hmm. But it really came to life, I think, when uh, we found the guitar sound. Now, it wasn't, we haven't used an electric guitar yet on the demo. That's right, but, yeah. You know, there's something about that the, the demo which gives it, I guess, there's a pretty decent indication of, I guess, how you want that final guitar to sound, is it? It is. It's it, it's more actually. It's it's strange because obviously, before I'd even really take my guitar off from recording the demo, you'd already slapped some uh, some overdrive on it as a, a overdriven preamp and a bit of a bit of this and the other on it. Um, I think the thing about it is, it wants to sound like that in my opinion because that's pretty much what the song is about. You know, the song is about um, the hipsters who hang around in Soho in New York and will only play a guitar if it's overdriven uh, and the way that people do criticise them unquite rightly in my opinion but I think they kind of forget that pretty much every movement has got the kind of hangers on and the hangers on and the hangers on and they, they, people end up forgetting where they are yeah well we haven't got any hangers on yet have we no we're not famous enough <laughs> or feet, nor are we well known enough so if we find some if there's any hangers on out there we haven't got anything to hang on to you, you know where to look for it. You can buy me a coffee. Exactly, they could do. <laughs> okay, well, the, yeah, that, that, that was quite good. But moving on, we're talking about, I think quite rightly, Lydia said, you are right, was the first demo we recorded. But I think this is true. Not the first demo for this album, but the first song um, that I ever heard you actually play that was a, a, a completely a completed idea for a song was Mother's Child. Yeah. Now I know you you had out uh, songs you wrote which were on the previous album, but I think you you kind of started writing this probably maybe twenty something years ago. Is that right? Yeah, this one's been around f- forever. It feels like it does really. mean I think you ha- you you were genuinely <laughs> writing songs before. I I mean I only started writing songs a couple of years ago. So I mean that's twenty years ago. I think you were writing that. Yeah, and this one uh, so Mother's Child is. Uh, not a very happy song, I'm afraid. It's a it's about the Holocaust and. Essentially, what uh, the unimaginable horror it must have been uh, uh, to be a Jew during the the Second World War, um, and I kind of just imagine this song being epic. Uh, I, I, I want to describe it in 
uh, better terms than that but it, it's uh, it's something that's followed me around for a long while it took me a long while to finish it uh, yeah, absolutely I was like 20 years in 20 years in the writing it, it, as opposed to yeah. 20 years old uh, and it, it I knew I had lots of collection of ideas as to how kind of what I wanted to sound like um, and it's going to take some work I think for us to get it to where I want it to be what I'm going to say is the intro- introduction is going to have a train <laughs> if I get to learn to drive a train for that I will be delighted or we can use you sound effects yeah I'll get my model railway out um, we'll I, I'm it. I am very much looking forward to working up that as a as an album song whether or not it goes on the album which I, I in my opinion it will I'm just looking forward to working up that song. Yeah, so um, uh, to all of you out there, let me know what you think of that one. I don't think the demo does it justice yet, um, but hopefully you get the general idea. So, Stu, back to one of yours now. Okay. Uh, My Sanctuary. Yeah, a, a kind of a, almost a throwaway song for me. I, 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 I didn't play it to you for quite a long time. Um, it was only when you started saying we need to get some some more demos together that I actually remembered I wrote the song it was a kind of um, it, it was just kind of a, a, a one evening thing um, I liked the way the chords sounded together um, it's quite, and it's quite mellow and melancholy it is yeah it is it's not like me at all <laughs> um, ha, uh, I'm alright folks by the way um, there's nothing wrong it's fine it's just like taking you to a, a depressing place in myself opinion is diverse um, indeed <laughs> I think I'm not and everyone else thinks I am um, but yeah uh, I mean it's it's, uh, it's again it's, it, it could be about lots of things I'm sure there's lots of things that influence me when I write songs but um, ultimately when I sit down and try to write a song I can't write one and when I want to write one I have to go and write one so um, but I like I, I, I like the fact that it sounds reasonably mellow compared with most of the ones I write and also like I just like the way I like playing with words and just how words fit together so I'm not desperately bothered if uh, if words don't always work um, it's just sometimes you've got to get words in I think and this might well be a quite simple arrangement not much going yeah I, 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 I would envisage mainly some guitars and, and a little bit of uh, ambient stuff here and there thanks Okay. Okay. Well, um, going from something that's very mellow and um, and quite a simple idea and a very very rudimentary demo to um, to one that you said you'd just written and then I turned up to find it's actually already orchestrated right down to <laughs> the backing vocals and where I've got to sing la and things like that, which is Subway Girl. Um, so obviously, as anyone will know when they listen to uh, even just a snippet of it. Um, it's recorded in a different way. It doesn't sound like it's recorded on anything else. So um, talk everyone else through how that happened. Yeah, so uh, if you've heard the demo for Subway Girl um, already, you'll you'll know there's a few more extra bits on it than we've got on most of the demos, including some additional drums, um, some uh, strings and some keyboards and all that kind of stuff going on. Um, I'm going to do a separate video on how I uh, recorded that demo but essentially I wrote it on my iPhone uh, using GarageBand on iPhone and um, I've had this, the idea for the song again for a little while um, and it was really inspired by my journey to work I walk to work every morning um, and it takes me about 40 minutes or so and one, one close to the end of my journey is a, a subway an underpass under um, one of the main roads um, in our town centre and back about a year or so ago there was a young girl who um, was always there in the subway. Uh, clearly, she uh, uh, 
left home, uh, sleeping rough. Uh, but she was a very pretty girl. Um, very well, she obviously looked after herself, but it, she looked so out of place in that environment. Um, but clearly something had happened in her life which meant um, she had to leave what I would consider to be a nice, safe environment. And um, I passed her every day for about three months or so, and she was, she was always there. Uh, until one day she wasn't anymore and I look back on that thinking I didn't stop at any point to ask her why she was there um, and that's really kind of the background to the, the, the track and um, uh, so yeah I'm looking forward to, to, to doing this one um, and uh, seeing hearing what other people have to think I, I like so the that. fact that it, it's, it's I, I like a couple of things about this demo and the song itself anyway but the, what I like about the demo um, again because I can stand back because I didn't write it. I like the fact that we're trying to use any technology available to us. I've got a book where I write my lyrics, I've got a tablet and I've got a phone where I write my lyrics or I record ideas or I record things people have said and I've heard. You do pretty much the same thing because you've got an iPhone, you can use GarageBand as well, which I, I, that's one thing I find interesting. We're using whatever we can find mm -hmm. to help us get ideas for songs. The other thing I like is that, that whole idea of the song is the only one thus far that you've recorded on GarageBand. Mm. And there's that incongruity to it, like there is with the incongruousness of the girl sitting in the subway as well, which you probably didn't get the, the irony of it at the time, but now I've told you you probably have. Thank you for educating me. I just <laughs> thought, I just, it really interests me. That's an no, interesting no. way to look at and this. And I suppose that's, uh, to anyone who's listened to this, if you've written songs, um, before, or if you tried to write songs before, and I know it's my own experience, I, I've never been able to sit down and intentionally say, I'm going to write a song. Today. Absolutely, same with me. It, it, it just has never worked. You've, you've, um, you've kind of just got a, a, a song comes to you and you've got to just write it there, there and then and just find any medium you've got to write it down. So if it is a lyric, maybe you haven't got any chords to go with it, um, or you've just got a, an idea of a melody and you can sing that melody into your phone. You never know when that uh, might come in handy when you have got a moment to pick up a guitar or sit down at a, a piano or whatever it might be uh, and what might come out uh, of the back of it. Um, we're not necessarily saying these are going to be um, uh, top ten hits but at the same time it gives you an idea as to how you can uh, pick up, a, uh, get an idea for a song and actually turn it into something that, that might end up uh, on an album. So that was Subway yeah. Girl. Uh, Great song, by the way. The next one uh, is uh, well. While we're complimenting each other, this is one of uh, this is one of my uh, favourites as well, which is uh, Paper Tigers. Paper Tigers, which is yeah. I think a great name for mm. or a great name for for uh, a track. Uh, talk us through that one. What did you have in mind when you were writing that? I didn't really have anything in mind. This is another one again, following on from what you've just said, which is uh, which we'll probably come to later as well in in, in a spooky way. Um, but Paper Tigers is just, it's a phrase that was, that was probably used um, by our parents possibly, I don't know, I've never really asked them. But it's, it's an older phrase, um, it's a, it's, I suppose you could technically say it's a well enough known phrase, you can look it up in a dictionary and look it up on Wikipedia or everyone, whatever you want to do, yeah. it will tell you what it means, it's, I think when you, when you know what it means it's pretty obvious and I think it's, there's something very poetic about the phrase itself. Um, I'm not claiming I came up with it. Um, it was actually a telegraph crossword solution. Oh, there you go. Um, 
not a particularly difficult one, I hasten to add. I got it straight away. They're all but, difficult to me. But well, you see, if, if, you know, if you keep doing things all the time, like songwriting, you, you get better and better, and eventually you get to the point where you have to write a song before you can write another one. So even if you don't like the song, you get rid of it, write another one that you want to write and come back to it. But Paper Tigers, yeah, that all stemmed from that crossword clue, and I, I actually remember keeping my newspaper, taking it home, and then I couldn't remember why I hadn't put it in the bin. And then I remembered, fortunately, Paper Tigers. Then I thought I'd throw it away. So I just said Paper Tigers into my phone to record it to make sure I'd remembered. And then when, when, you, when you go, the idea of what Paper Tigers is about, you, you kind of, it's pretty easy to come up with a lyric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just, a, I just think it's such a, a nice and poetic phrase. Something should be written about it. And while we're on the letter P, ah. a bit of a Sesame Street mm. bit, uh, the next track uh, is Purple Autumn. Yes. That's that me as well, isn't it? I wrote it that is, as well. Yeah, I'm doing twice as much work here. You are. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 a ni- it's a nice enough phrase, you know, um, purely because, again, it's that, again, we're going back to this idea of things that don't quite fit, aren't we? The, you know, uh, purple is more of a kind of a regal colour, yeah. you know. Um, and, you know, autumn's a pretty, pretty great season, you know. And I've been reading a lot of... Uh, Sappho at the time, so the whole idea of purple and, and lots of colours coming to it through that, um, this kind of luxuriant language idea, again I just like piling words on, um, and sometimes when you're, when you're just on a roll of wanting to pile words on one on top of another, things just come together and um, I did have the chorus to this song without any lyrics at all and without any idea of phrasing I did have the idea for the very, it's, it's not a complicated chord sequence by any means but I had an idea for the chorus, where the chords went and where the melody went just when I had the idea, the chorus came very quickly and then because I thought Purple Autumn was such a nice title I just wrote some lyrics about that Excellent well, check out Pur- Purple Autumn on sfralbumproject.com uh, and on the demos page. And we're getting quite near the end of we these, uh, just of these general demos. Um, obviously, you know, we, we've got to pick uh, 10 or 11 of these, haven't we? So uh, we're going to take you through them all as yeah. we've got them at the moment. Um, if anything else comes up, we will obviously do some more podcasts. We've also got some really exciting podcasts coming up as well, haven't we? Uh, we've got, uh, you know, what went wrong this week and what's oh, the yeah. worst thing that happened. Oh, so it's all going to be on our uh, on our website, which is... Um, SFRalbumproject.com Obviously, I think you're going to know that by now. We should, but put, thought, we should put that on a jingle or something. We should. Uh, I've already thought of that and I've already got the voice ready. Excellent. I'm do okay. it, but I'm, we'll I'm not going to do it now because I won't be able to speak for a week. <laughs> um, so we'll come back to one of your songs again. Um, trying Out For Love. Yeah, now this is a real departure for us, isn't it? I think... If you've heard the demo, you'll probably get what I mean. But uh, as you've probably guessed already, we're largely a guitar-based band. That's what we're we do. Entirely we're entirely a guitar-based band. Entirely we, guitar we, based. we play little else, Yes, and, truth be told. Uh, I'll be totally honest with you listeners. The 
on this particular occasion, we put down the, the guitar. I was playing around with Easy Keys by Toontrack. Which uh, is an excellent... It's uh, a great program. Other, other um, piano um, apps are available, aren't they, for your phone? And you can yeah, download some other apps, but probably not like this. And uh, so this was a... Uh, I don't know if I bought this myself, it was a Christmas present. But anyway, I was playing around with it. And I've it's one of those instruments I've always wanted to be able to play as piano, but never had the time because I've been focused on guitar and doing other things. Uh, and I'd written this song called Trying Out For Love, and it was written on guitar, and I thought it sounded quite good. But I was playing around with Easy Keys... And I thought, let me program this song in uh, to Easy Keys and see what it sounds like. And all, almost all of a sudden, I thought that the song meant more when it was played on the piano. I think it is a departure, and again, it's something we wouldn't do. I mean, it's, you know, in my opinion, it's a song that I would learn to play on guitar to play live. And I still, I don't think it detracts from the song. I just think having, in my opinion, having the piano like you did on it. And I didn't hear it when you had it on guitar. Um, having the piano on it, it is a departure to an extent, but also I think that's a good idea. And I think it just it makes it a song that stands out from the others in, in a way that it might not have done otherwise. And I think what we might do, I don't know, we haven't decided this, has just come into my mind as we're talking, so uh, Stu and I haven't spoken about it, but maybe we'll do you an acoustic guitar version and a piano version you can let us know which one that'd be a good idea prefer the idea be, so we'll make a note doing almost nothing yeah. you'll make a note of that <laughs> oh, right. two excellent, we'll excellent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so and just give you an idea what the this, this song is about essentially uh, it's one of my fears really so I've been happily married to my lovely wife for uh, I suppose where were we 2015 the time recording this so, so 14 years um, ivory wedding anniversary this year do you know how difficult it is to get anything related to can ivory? I say I know what you need to get. Right. You need to get a fake ivory because it's ivorine, isn't it? Mm. Now, right? Ivorine caviar spoons. Oh, I, I adopt ivorine caviar spoons. Seriously, no, oh, really? ivorine caviar spoons. Oh, right. And then you just buy a lump fish caviar because it's nice and cheap. Oh, right. She's got, and then she's got a reason to use the ivorine. Car- uh, they're just awesome because you can't use, as you know, you must know the same. You know about Erebus and you know and and Sappho and all the others that I've been discussing with you. Um, you can't use a metal spoon with caviar. Well, there we go. This is, you've, learnt, you've learnt something there. Well, I don't think I they should have, have asked you before. I the would like of June. to say that you may have learnt something. I don't believe our listeners. I, I put it. I put. I value our listeners more. Yeah. I think they know that already. They probably do. Far more than They're I do. They're eating it now as we speak. Instead, I adopted her an elephant at Colchester Zoo called Opal. So she's now. Uh, uh, she's now the. Um, Proud adopt. Opal, adopt her? Opal ad- adopt. Well, it's an adoptee. It's only been adopted. Yeah, it probably are. Yes. So, anyway. So it'd be the adopter. So, uh, Opal at Colchester Zoo is now slightly better off. So I could go and see Opal the elephant. Absolutely. And we could write an amusing song about that. That's about already been done. The elephant, yeah, well, let's do that. Yeah. Okay, so moving on, let's move on. Um, Risable <laughs> in the extreme. <laughs> to uh, one of yours, Stu. Yes. Um, I remember when you played me this next track. Uh, it was uh, standing at the top of your uh, stairs at your house. Um, for some reason, that was where the guitar was. Uh, and you said, I've got this new song, I'm going to play it to you. And from the moment you played it to me, it's kind of stuck in my mind. And that is The Road. Yeah, well, I'm glad you liked it. You obviously realise I do like this song as well, because I had to play it to you that night. Yeah. And I'd written it. It wouldn't wait. I came home from work, you were coming round, and I thought, I've got to play you this song. Because, um, you know, you want to refine things. Like, yeah, yeah, generally, I, I said, generally, I don't mess around too much. I'll, I'll go back to a song later on. 
clear up a few bits and lyrics and change the structure if we need to, but the general idea is done pretty much straight away. I'll even know how many verses and choruses and how long the chorus is going to be. With this one, I think pretty much it was done, and I just wanted to play it to you to have some kind of justification in the back of my head that it was it was it was all right. Um, yeah, quite an interesting song. I think the lyrics are, are reasonably self-explanatory because you have to read them, uh, and also I think they're quite amusing. So if you don't get they're amusing, you probably want to read it again. It reminds me a bit of sort of nineties indie, but I guess you're not necessarily going for that kind of style. Are you? I'm not necessarily. No, um, I'm going for more of a kind of a, 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 a rootsy American folk rock sound. Um, I, I, obviously, on the demo, we've only got a guitar, easy drummer, and mm. vocals. Uh, yeah, this is going to have. A, we're going to go the whole hog with this one. Yeah, Excellent. which we should write a song about as well. Going the whole hog. Going the whole hog. But we should have. Yeah, we're going. I think we Has should. Someone have someone done that already? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I yes. Yes. It's funny that <laughs> um, answers on a postcard, please, or just uh, meet me and take <laughs> me for a coffee. And you can uh, buy the coffee. And if you think you know what the band is, let me know. And if you're right, then I'll have to buy you a coffee as well. Fine. Um, yeah, but yeah, cost you a lot of coffee. Yeah, I know. But uh, there's a disclaimer there whereby you know people have to know who I am no, I'm in coffee which is which is very handy that's not going to happen um, yeah but you know um, I think that it's just I, I like that song because I came up with the lyrics quite quickly and the lyrics look like they take ages to write and they sort of make sense as long as you take into account what I say about the road if you see what I mean well, we'll, we'll it's leave. a song about writing songs as much as it is about anything else. We'll leave that up to the people following us on. Uh, or maybe on the it way. isn't exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. We've, we've nearly finished this uh, uh, second podcast of um, explanation of the demos, haven't we? Yeah. We, we? We're right down to the end. So obviously, go back to all these songs. You've got. I think we're going to have a, a snippet of a of a few of these songs, so you can listen to them. Go back to uh, sfrabandproject.com. Uh, um, whenever you like, you can watch the demos, uh, listen to the demos and watch the, the, the explanational videos and everything. So the last bit we're going to come to of the current demos we've got on there is one of yours again, yeah. uh, which is When She Was Mine, which I'm not as clued up on as I am with some of the others. So you'll have to kind of explain it to me in layman's terms like I have with you. Yeah, well, <laughs> thank you very much. So, You're welcome. Uh, yeah. This was uh, just a very, uh, I guess it's not really a riff, as you've described to me before. But it, It's a chord it, sequence. A chord sequence, yeah. a, a relatively quick sort chord sequence. I think there's sequence. a can of worms there, but it's not, it's a chord sequence. It's a chord sequence. But, um, I've just been messing around with uh, a similar kind of feel to a very famous Supertramp song. Um, but you mean the incomparably superb Supertramp song? We should give them the credit where but it's They due. are fantastic. Um, um, but I guess it kind of lends itself to it's sort of a I guess a 50s 60s rock rock and roll song sounds to me like yeah a 60s influenced mm-hmm. but with, song. A, with but with I suppose a bit of a South American uh, sorry Southern South, Southern North American Southern Southern USA type. yeah it's kind of not uh, Mexican lyric to it so yeah. uh, all about meeting a girl in a bar um, who is clearly the most British thing I there. think I better clarify this before you carry on with this yeah. when we say southern North America we mean southern USA we do not mean Mexico or anything like that we do mean it's your basic, It's not going to be a mariachi song no. the, the, the idea of how it's supposed to sound is pretty much the, the sound you've got on the demo is that right? that's correct Right. That's correct. so that's why I thought we could better clarify that that's before we carry on doing. so uh, it's uh, 
Yeah, it's supposed to be a bit of fun. Uh, not taking it too seriously. <laughs> but imagine you're meeting the uh, most gorgeous girl in a bar. You never think you have any chance with her whatsoever. But what the hell? You've had too much to drink. You're going to ask her, and you never know what might happen. The story of my life. You should have called it the story <laughs> of Stu's <laughs> life. <laughs> well, maybe we will. Maybe we will. We won't. Yeah. It's your song. You can call it what you like. <laughs> Different version. The one but yeah, I like that. Again, that's that's another another demo we should think about if it's going to be on the album. It's another it's another song that's a little bit different, but I like. So we're going to probably sign off about now. But uh, there are maybe one or two more. I think we haven't quite got in. Yeah, I've got a um, I've got yeah, a couple yeah. more. I'll probably give another one. Um, you know, I, I think we're ready for another one yeah. straight away. And I think you've got another one as well, haven't you? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think we might have uh, two or three more to go on uh, the demos page, but we will let you know when that happens. And the best way to find out when that's happened is to sign up to our mailing list. So head over to sfralbumproject.com, sign up for the mailing list there, and we'll make sure you are notified. Remember, in uh, return for signing up, we'll make sure um, you're notified, but also you'll get added to the album credits if you so wish to do so. And... um, last but by no means least you'll get entered into our free prize draw to win one of five side cds of the final album when it's eventually published so we've got lots more of this stuff to come keep an eye out for videos uh, more of these podcasts and we uh, thank you very much for sticking with us um, on this second podcast and we will speak to you again soon peace see you later